Blog Talk Radio. And I just turned here with you. This is what I am. What I am. Understand, I don't give a damn. damn. This is who I am. Who I am. Man, I don't give a damn. damn. This is what I am. What I am. And I just don't give a damn. Take me as I am. That is, unless you're not listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday, October 23rd, 2019. I'm your host, Travis Bryant, and joining me, as usual, co-host extraordinaire, Cameron Hawkins. Cameron, what'd it be like? What's going on, man? Yeah, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. How's everything? Uh, busy but good. Like busy in the best sense of the word. Getting a lot of stuff done. So, um, yeah, still good. Stuff or people? Well, hmm. you know, we gotta. We, we, I need to do VIP and talk about how, how draining dating is. Um, a thing I haven't done really as an adult. This this is takes a lot out of you. I bet it does. I bet <laughs> it does. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, um good to good to good to know you're you're empty and ready to be filled. Let's go ahead and uh fill it with some fill oh, that boy with with uh, some pro wrestling talk. We've uh, we've got some stuff certainly to talk about. Let me go ahead and give out all the pertinent information beforehand, all the ways uh, we communicate. If you want to reach out and talk to us, there are two ways to have your voice heard on this here show. First way, the traditional way, the radio way, give us a call and we will talk to you live on air right now. Uh, hit us up on the Constellation line at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103. The second way to have your voice heard is to hit our voicemail line. Voicemail, you have three unadulterated minutes to uh, ask questions, pose comments, rant, rave, heap praise upon thee, whatever you want. You got three minutes to do it there. Hit the voicemail line up at 415-787-5229. Once again, the voicemail line is 415-787-5229. You can always shoot us an email anytime during the show, anytime during the week. Mailbag is always open, constantly being refreshed. Find the email tip at eastcoastaudioshow at gmail.com. Once again, the the email can be reached at eastcoastaudioshow at gmail.com. Uh, indicate somewhere in the subject line or the body of the email what, what segment, VIP or non-VIP, that you want your email read. Right now, we have two non-VIPs, one from Rashad, one from Gibran, so we will get to those in a bit. Find us on Twitter at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. Find my personal Twitter at Traplord, and you can find Cam at Seahawk, at C-E-E Hawk. If they've, uh, if uh, Twitter government got off his back yet, 
Yeah, we're back. We are. Oh, we are. Okay, huh? Ooh, it's a long week, man. (laughs) I had a Facebook ban for seven days once, and that was rough because she instinctively, you know, liked and want to share stuff, and it'd be like, nope, every time, and every time you forget, just because you just programmed to scroll and like, scroll and like, scroll and share. So yes, I've never had a Twitter ban, but uh, I could imagine. Um, yeah. Uh, and the last bastion of the good adage. Find us on Facebook. The Facebook fan page can be found at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. Share with us there. Share with other uh, lineos and lineas alike. And that's the place to do it. East Coast Audio. Oh, I'm sorry. PWTorch. God damn it. Facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast or just search East Coast Cast or PWTorch. You will see us among the family of Torch fan pages. So, Cam, where should we start today? You know what? I know where I want to start. Um, so last week, obviously, the format of the show, we, 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 we jump off before AEW and NXT come on. And on the VIP, I had an extended rant about Marco Stunt and, and 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 Jungle Boy and their match against the Lucha Brothers. <clears throat> um, I w- I haven't heard you talk about it in, in any way. I don't think I don't, I don't remember any of your comments. If you had any in the group chat, so please tell me and in, in, in the audience uh, what were your thoughts on that match, uh, Marco Stunt as an act overall. Because um, I I'm not sure. I doubt you heard the rant, but I was. Pretty against uh, yeah, Marco so, as a like as a, uh, one of my performer. great pastimes in in wrestling and this this analysis thing that we do is to poke fun at Adam Cole, um, because I always say like Adam Cole has has all the tools except the size, you know, mm-hmm. and but I also acknowledge that he's so good at everything else, him not being the biggest guy in the world. When you're watching a match, you forget about it, you know, because he's he's that good. I think uh, think about uh, we were actually on the line, Travis, when they were having that match, uh, him and Jordan Miles, and and just Adam Cole being the savvy vet who wasn't falling for all the flashy things the other guy was doing. Mm-hmm. I, I just was totally like sucked into it. You know what I mean? It was great. Um, you know, I, I was talking about how I like. Riho as an act so far, even though she's noticeably smaller than who she faces. I think the way that she fights from under, um, the belief of what she does, does it like I, I believe it. I just watched Rey Mysterio as world heavyweight champ and Kurt Angle, you know, uh, almost go to a finish with Mark Henry. Like I say all that to say, there's a way to present a smaller wrestler as a credible opponent to other people to where it doesn't take you out of the moment. To me. Like, Marco's stunt wasn't even, like, fun to me. Like, he could do moves. Um, it just, it doesn't appeal to me. Like, I, I don't find what he's doing particularly entertaining. Like, as soon as he was out there doing the, um, the damn, the floss dance, I was like, I, you know, that that's just, that thing already does a thing for me because I'm not a Fortnite guy, <laughs> you know. Um, and I thought the kid who started doing the thing was like weird. So yeah. 
I, I mean, the dad there's was a place a for everybody in wrestling. I don't find his act entertaining. Sure. Did I did I say what you said, but only like the Paul Abdul way? What's the Paul Abdul way? Well, I said it the Paul Abdul way. Like, I'm not a right. fan of it, but I don't really want to bash what I'm seeing. Oh. Like Paul Abdul on American Idol when somebody wasn't in Oh, good. okay, I gotcha, I gotcha. I'm thinking, I'm thinking Paul Abdul, the musical act. Like, I don't care. But, but yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, yes, I wasn't and am not that kind to, to him as a performer. Like you said, there are. A, a short take on what you had to say. Um, he's, he's a small child who are, who I've been led to believe are one of the best tag teams in the world. And yet this match went 15 minutes. They're selling for them, um, with commercial break. And not only, and this goes to your, there's a way to present small wrestlers. Not only that, when Ray Mysterio was in there against Big Show or Mark Henry, it might've looked like, Ooh, this is going to be tough, but he didn't stop to do a dance or be a dumbass or be a, be a, act like a small child because he's already at a serious disadvantage. Why would you put yourself at an even more disadvantage by wasting any energy to be silly? And you know what? Um, like to, to piggyback on what you're saying in that same loop of me watching matches, I watched Brian Kendrick and Kurt Angle with Brian Kendrick trying to get a contract by lasting five minutes. And <laughs> It's, you know, it's all go. It's all uphill. It's all the things that this can do for my career. I have to take this seriously. Um, yeah, yeah. And I had no, I had no problem. Marco Stunt is playing wrestler. That's, like, that's exactly it. He is in there playing wrestler, and they're going along with him playing wrestler, which makes them the top. Not I don't. Even, I didn't even get into the T. And uh, I did. I must, a little bit. But, you know, the TNT aspect, like you have this joker on your channel being the buffoon. But the, these guys that you're trying to get over as killers, as money makers at the if top of the best any team in the world. card. Yes. And you have them in there goofing off. Now, they weren't in there dancing or acting like buffoons. But they were, by proxy, they, they just get tainted with, with that was by not nonsense. killing him, it makes him not laugh. absolutely what And I have no problem. You want to make that match because the Brontosaurus, Luchasaurus, sorry, is hurt. Mm. Fine. Put Stunt in the match and, and have the Lucha Brothers wash the fuck out of them. And don't even have Jungle Boy get in the match to be hurt by this, right? And mm. Lucha, the Lucha Bros win, which they were obviously going to do anyway. And they're not hurt by having to go in there and deal and. 15 minutes of a clown show that they were a part of. Yeah. Um, yeah, and 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 he's and and it's tough. I said this about the Rio match. I'm not a fan of Rio because she's just too little. You were yeah, watching Kushida. But you know what? Really quick, I, I and I understand that the flip side of it is, I think that she's their best wrestler because. Um, I disagree. Kylie Ray isn't there anymore. She's gone, that's and right. And Britt Baker isn't very is, good. Uh, like, to me, no, Kong's okay. a legacy act at this point. So oh, I don't for know sure. who they have that's better. No, their women's division is in shambles just because they just don't have they just don't have the acts. There's no depth. To, There's no to depth. fill it out. Right, right. Yeah. Um, 
But I look at the difference between, like, what stood out in that Rio Nyla Rose match was Rio using forearm clubs on the Nyla Rose, on the back of Nyla Rose, and it just was like those don't look like they're doing anything. Yeah, anything. Yeah, and it was this, I, and it was and watching Kushida versus Walter last week, which was like, this is a credible match, even though the size difference is, a, I think, comparable. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe Rio's so small and thin that that maybe not a lot is comparable. But but still, smaller guy, Walter's giant. And when I would see Kushida clubbing blows him, I'm like, okay, um, Walter might not be that might not be the most painful thing he could do to him in that moment. But Walter probably wishes he wasn't. And Nyla Rose probably didn't even notice when Rio was hit. That's the kind of difference. So. All right, um, but yeah, I'm glad I got to ask you about. I wanted to ask about that Walter or, or, or Marco stunt right off the gate. So, um, yeah, I, I so don't know who that's for. That, that's another thing. Like, I, I don't know who that. Well, people is pointed to, to the to the ratings boost. Like, there was two ratings jumps in the show. It was Marco stunt and hey. something else. Well, uh, hey, something else. Know. Another young type act. I know we hope I don't know got got young. in the women and the young girls. You know, um, maybe that's maybe that's who I'm thinking, but I can't. I can't. I don't remember. But I mean, for sure. yeah, I, like, like I said, I don't find it entertaining. But if it works, then then okay. I just, um, you know, I, again, it's not like he was in there against the best friends. You know, like which has if, if you ask people who their top three tag teams are in the world who watch a lot of wrestling, they're probably going to tell you Lucha Bros. Uh, who, who are those guys? But Lucha Bros, uh, the Young Bucks, and the Uso. Like that's the three that jump out to people. And it's like, yeah, you made them look silly. Like now, I have to admit, like there's an Uso, uh, you know, uh, Brizongo match. But it's also we've seen Tyler Breeze and Brizongo. We've seen Brizongo, uh, Fandango beat Chris Jericho at WrestleMania. So like like yeah. you said, same thing with Kushida. Like you have credibility based on things we've seen. Even though you do funny stuff, people can't underestimate you because they've seen you beat other people. But yeah, Marco's stunt is yeah, he's a kid. So, uh, but yeah, so probably <laughs> the big thing I want to lead off with. Um, well, well, hold hold on to your lead. I just I just I just want to continue with the with last week's AEW. I just thought the Rio Brit match, the stunt, uh, the, 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 that that tag match with Marco and and Jungle Boy, and then Jericho and Darby Allen in the main event. You've you've got Darby Allen not as much, but you've got these painfully small wrestlers that are having to be. All in one show, right? In two hours, you got all these these three acts that just are just like man. They some in some way stretch credibility. And with Darby Allen, they took it a step farther by tying the guy's arms behind his back. And Jericho still has to sell for this, you know, 170 pound pound guy whose arms are tied behind his back, and he needs his buddy to come out and 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 help him win the match. I'm sitting watching this match like, what the What's going to happen in the main event? What's or you know when Jericho has to defend his title against somebody not Darby Allen, somebody a little higher on the food chain? Uh, what, what? I think Jericho beat The Rock clean 
with when The Rock had all his extremities available. Sam, I remember he beat The Rock, exposed turn, low blow, exposed turnbuckle, feet on the ropes. That the, so don't talk to me about Jericho beating The Rock play after he <laughs> needed to dance. Ooh, that, that burns me up. Twenty years later. Um, so okay, let's um, you please talk about your your league. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to stick with AEW. Um, okay. So a big talking point, um, and, and I, it, it sucks because somebody was talking about it on Twitter, and I saw it, and they tagged me in, and I couldn't really talk about it, um, was the, the Cody Rhodes video package on AEW. And this yeah. fear that Cody is doing the things that the people who root for Cody root against, um, doing the things that they said his father did, doing the things that they said Triple H did, um, you know, making himself the center of the show. Um, I first want to say it was a very well done video package. I, I thought it got across who Cody is, what his role is, what his responsibilities are, and why he's motivated in this match. Um, I, I think it was well done, and I think that it's AEW's responsibility to present their main eventers like they did Cody. Um, and it is too early to say that's not going to happen. Um, but you hope that they take note of how much time and effort they put into that, and that's what you get from how they treat their main event acts. Yeah, they just, they've done a good job of presenting Jericho, and they've done a good job for promoting and presenting Cody so far. Uh, you know, Moxley and Omega, not as, not quite. Um, but we have to wait and see when, you know, when they're in, like, top title programs, will they get that treatment? Exactly. To your, to your point, like, it's just like, bam, three months in, or three weeks in, four weeks tonight. Uh, let's, uh, let's see how this um, plays out. Like, if we're sitting here in 2022, and, like, we, we've all seen Jeff Jarrett. We all went through TNA in some way, and we know what that's like. If we're sitting here in 2021, 22, and, 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 and Cody's getting all the, all the attention, then I think it's absolutely time to – it'll probably have been time to start, you know, raising, raising red flags. Like, hey, what's, that, what, what's this about? But a month on TV – not even close. Not even close. I can't sit here and talk about how this got five or six, you know, five acts at the top of the card that are worth anything and then get mad when they present one of those five people in a, you know, in a way that makes them important. Like, well, yeah, yeah that's kind of what you do. And so uh, you're mad that he's first or not even first, but yeah, I guess sort of first, first big major title defense pay-per-view. Like somebody had to be first. If it was Kenny, we'd be getting some similar argument. If it was Moxley, we'd be getting some kind of similar argument. It'd be different, but yeah, I, I think the people that are already that are already uh, squawking about that are they're going to complain or do you know say shit and. Yeah, but I, I don't have any fear. Nothing that I've seen gives me the fear that that's what's being presented. He's just the first title challenge. Yeah. Like, and I'd rather talk about the video itself, I, which I thought was well done, but overdone. Very good. Yeah, I thought it was Yeah, it was, it was good, but I thought it was just 
Like, is this a pay-per-view? Like, why are they showing this? That's what, well, that's, I mean, what he, that's what brought my mind. Oh, you mean why are they why? showing it on TV, not on the pay-per-view? Yes. Well, not why. I get why. I mean, they wanted they wanted this uh, that audience of two million people potentially to see that video, mm-hmm. but it just felt out of place. It just felt like why? It just felt it just felt what, out of place. What I wonder is, and I think it's an interesting strategy. Are they going to? Are they going to have regular title challengers while they're not running pay per views? And they kind of build it up as a, a two-week or three-week thing. But then whoever's challenging for the title at the pay-per-view, are they going to get the treatment that Cody's getting? Because I think that would be cool. Like, mm-hmm. of course, the champion has other challengers. But, you know, the person who has the pay-per-view match, by design, um, and even by acknowledgement in a storyline, is getting the major press, is getting the most attention. Because I, 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 mean, I like that presentation. But things are still happening in this world, but – there is this time set aside for the person who earned the pay-per-view opportunity because that in and of itself is a bigger stage than the weekly television. Yeah. Well, I mean, when I say it's a bigger stage, it's supposed to be treated as a bigger it's, stage. Yes, yes, yes. It's presented as, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm really interested in how many people pay for full gear. If they can do another 80,000, 100,000 uh, buys that, like, all in or all out or one of, you know, the last – Couple did. Um, uh, there were the two, the two major ones, um, the Vegas one, double or nothing, and then all out. I think those two did decent, actual pay per view numbers. Um, I think they even get a bump because they are now on TV, and so uh, that's that's where I want to see if they can keep that momentum of people willing to pay forty or fifty bucks. <clears throat> For 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 pay per view in 2019. So, um, yeah. Anything? Uh, anything? I, I, I'd like to see when Darby Allen gets, you know, back in. You know, I assume at some point he's going to be, uh, you know, in, in a in a main event in a title match again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope so. I think I, I, I like him a fair amount. I, I hope he gets that treatment. I'd like to see some footage of his, like, go into his, because he's got a real story and the skateboard stuff. And uh, I, I'd like to see them do a real in depth kind of three minute long uh, video. Oh, I like Jericho doing the little, the little skateboard slide and then hitting him in the back with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was funny. All right, like at least he's not a dynamic dude, and he rides his fucking skateboard to the ring, and it's a real thing, not just a silly PR or marketing gimmick. So, um, yeah. So anything, uh, anything happening on WWE TV in the last week that stands out to you that's worth bringing up at the top? Yeah, I mean, I want to talk a little bit about Raw. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they're they're kind of back in. In normal mode, there's no draft. Um, there's no let's have this match to prepare for the draft. Um, I thought Drew McIntyre and Ricochet was really good. Love the um, the Street Profits getting treated like a big deal. Their their first yeah. match, I love them celebrating at the end of it. Um, you know, AJ Kevin Owens, you can't go wrong with that match, even though we've seen it. Like it's it's really good. Um, 
you know, a lot of the women on the roster are injured. Um, and so we did not get a women's match on a three-hour show for the first time in years, I'd probably say. Probably. Did we even get a women's segment? Yeah, well, we got Lana. She's a woman. Yeah. She she is. That is a fact. Yeah. Yeah, wow, that's, uh, that's interesting. I mean, remember, it was a big deal four years ago. Was it 2014 or 15, four or five years ago, when they had those three or four different women's feuds going on at the same time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Lana and the dancing, or like some, the two, like Fandango uh Layla and, 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 and Summer Rae and Stephanie and Nikki Bella. You have whatever was happening with the actual, I think still Divas title at that time. It was uh, it's getting pretty interesting. It's something else. You know, it was, yeah. Now, yeah, to go from that to, to oh, no, not even one segment with, with a in-ring woman. That's, that's, uh, that's noticeable. And that's a good thing that people are like, oh, what the, wait. Yeah. And then, I mean, our, uh, you know, our guys in charge, uh, the Bruces and Wade, have been, like, doing the uh, the Vince McMahon psychoanalysis as far as, like, the, the Rusev, uh, Bobby Lashley, Lana stuff goes. And I just, I hate it, Travis. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it because I like everybody involved. That makes me hate it more. Yeah. Like, Rusev is such, like, a charismatic act. Um, you know, we saw probably the best use of Bobby Lashley in TNA. Super athlete, puts on high-quality, long-form matches. That's what you have him do. Um, I like Lana. Like, I think Lana is, is, her comedic timing is, like, really good. But we're just pigeonholing them into these roles and... Like, for Rusev to come out and be like, it's all Bobby Lashley's fault, and he's in her head, like, it, it wants us to ignore the fact that we've seen Lana do this three or four or five times. You know? Um, and they backed off the money stuff, sort of. Like, uh, they backed off, they said, Rusev never took me to places like this, so that's kind of, that's more, I doubt that was a month. But yeah. last week or two weeks ago, remember, she's like, I took all your money and all your accounts are in my name and there's no more joint account and all this bullshit. Trev, Trev, we knew it was her dream to go to that restaurant. What? That cheesy-ass restaurant? That bullshit-ass restaurant that don't even have nice chairs or tables? Like, it, it's just a, a waste Didn't of a lot of people. day they would run out a real restaurant or a real, real bar? I don't know, like Tim White's bar, but... Still, they'd be like, hey, here's a hundred Who would call a restaurant and say, hey, her husband's showing up? Who's watching Raw at that restaurant? That's <laughs> not working. <laughs> but who's streaming Raw at the restaurant on their phone? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's so corny. Like, it, it's, it doesn't do anything for me. Um, but I'll I tell you this. Like, we, we got some good stuff, like, uh, you know, we got uh, Humberto Carrillo and Seth Rollins. I thought mm-hmm. that the conversation, like, to get to the match was a bit clunky. 
but you like seeing like new talent get that time. Um, you like well, seeing how Alistair Black got treated. Like again, a, a really good McIntyre Ricochet match. The conversation between Humberto and Seth, I thought was okay because Seth did most of the talking. It was well, it was uh, before Carrillo how like you the set yeah, that exactly, interaction exactly. up. It was like. And, and, you know, like, hey, and the announcers couldn't decide just, if he was actually just, accusing him of being an arsonist. That was the dumbest thing. But his pro his promo his interview was just that was clunky. Because, you know, it's nerves. It's his first interview, mm-hmm. uh, and obviously English is his second language, so it's a lot of things going into it. But I never I didn't necessarily have a oh, those things are Andrade at one point, right? And at one point he had to cut his his first promo on and English. You know, so it is the the, the person too. Um, yeah. So, but but he went in and had a really fucking excellent match with Seth. Hey, you know he's talking about that damn outfit. What? Yeah, he's definitely a Power Ranger. I'm sick of <laughs> like them feeling like they have to do this thing where like Andrade's secondary goal is to make every other luchador look like an idiot. Like I hate that. Like you don't you don't gain anything by beating everybody who's not even part of a division. Like I, I wanna show that I'm I wanna separate myself from the luchadors. Like what that says is that your white employer thinks you're all the same. Like that's what that tells me. So like his desire to like leave all the other luchadors in the dust as a story as a recurring storyline is dumb. Like I get it with Rey Mysterio. Like he's the one person it makes sense with, because you want to be you the next Rey Mysterio. Wanting to leave Rey in the dust, you get yeah. um, uh, Andrade wanting to leave Rey. I just want to yeah 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 like that. I get that part, but like oh I have beef with Sin Cara. Like no you don't. Like it, it well, just, they 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 tied it. They did. They. I think technically his last match was with Andrade on TV. Before oh, before he, he died, before he was injured, or before he went. That I think you what that part was really cool though. Like, hey, he hasn't been wrestling because he's been like saving the world. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. And then they added that part into it, right? Right. Yeah, that's pretty like, damn oh, cool. Look at uh, look at the. Look at when they showed that shot of the house show. I was like, oh, look at all these guys that they keep around because they're good PR for various reasons, but they don't get TV. You know, Titus <laughs> O'Neil and you know this person and that person. Like, oh yeah, this is what they're. Titus is gonna have a job for life, though. Like he, As he should. Every probably. time you look on social media, he's saving some corner of America. Like, okay. Yeah. I dig Why it. wouldn't they want? Uh, yeah, why wouldn't they want that? Why wouldn't they want him to? No, I mean, absolutely. Like he's, yeah, he's he's good for them. Um, but I mean, yeah, I thought, so I thought the car story was really cool. But I just I just don't like that about Andrade. Like, do other stuff. Like like stick yeah. to the goal, stick to the plan. Like that that's yeah. No, I'm I'm not with that. I got you. Anything from last week's NXT or maybe tonight's upcoming NXT worth bringing up? Um, in bed. I mean, I mean, yeah. First of all, like Keith Lee and uh, and Dijakovic went out and had a different match. Yeah, um, that we still had. Really good. They still had Keith Lee give that man a poison rana and him and that not be the finish. Yeah, 
Yeah. But they like, also like, had they also had Matt Riddle in the next match with the with that with that Bronson dude. He hit him with like this string of oh that was three finishers in a row in any given era, yeah. <laughs> you know. And then and then Bronson, this guy who's not on TV, kicked out. And then he had to hit him with his main main finisher. Granted, he's a big old husky guy, but still he's a nobody. For, I like that Riddle has like three finishers. What you mean? <laughs> I mean, I mean, to finish a match, like everything he does is a is a potential. It's all uh, he, he's again, all creative player moves. Yeah, at some point, all creative player Every move. Uh, but he has, no, I like that they let him use right. different finishes though. Like that's the third finish I've seen him use in the last month and a half. Um, and I'm excited for uh, the the North American title match because I want to see Roddy give. Keith Lee a backbreaker, like because I know he can do it. No, of course he ain't never going back to that trailer park, Travis. He's I'm never going back. Seeing him give Dijakovic the backbreaker, backbreaker because he's almost like, oh, seven feet tall. Yeah, because how do you get your hand over his shoulder and between his legs? And, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Well, Keith Lee, how do you, how do you, you know, he's the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no, because Roddy is not going back to that trailer park. He's gonna find a way. He'll find a way. Um, fuck it. If he got team up with Dijakovic to hit the back double back right there, it's consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a you know that was a that was a fine match. I just had an issue with that not being the finish. <laughs> you know, like the boy, y'all going over the top, over head over heels, getting dropped on your head, and kicking it out. But well, I'm gonna ask you, Travis. Yeah. Um. I'm going to ask you, and I, I know it's only a few weeks in, but i got to ask. Is two hours too long for NXT? Yes. Like, an hour was so perfect. It was, so, it was perfect. It was so perfect. Like, 90 minutes might have been, it might have only dropped it from perfect to, like, oh, still very good. But two hours just it's just too much. They don't have they don't have the depth. They don't have the not that everything needs to be an angle or 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 overly written. I don't wanna I don't wanna be a hypocrite and you know, complain about creative and promos and stuff and then but 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 it is just I mean we're having a I mean Tegan Knox, I know they're trying to get they want her to get over, but you know, like Tegan Knox versus uh, versus Tynar Conti, but then I'm gonna complain about them throwing Riddle and fucking uh, who's Riddle facing tonight on just a barely a week notice? Not even a week. They didn't. I don't. Did they promote it last week? Who's Riddle facing tonight? Riddle's facing somebody who's like, whoa. Why don't they wait a bit? That's a whole pay per view match. I think that's the part that they're going to. It's not a two hours is going to. Priest, is it? I don't think so. And I hope I'm not speaking out of turn. You know, I hope I'm getting that right. I think Riddle's facing a big time person tonight. Just that just hasn't had any build. That just doesn't make any a ton of sense. Like, huh? Like, oh, okay, I'll take it. But mm, it'd be great to have that six weeks from now, and, and there's a reason for it. So I think that's where the two hours is is hurting NXT the most. 
I'm fine with watching scale back basic wrestling program match interview. And they got to get some more interviews. They have to have more interviews. They have to get more people in there cutting promos in some way. Okay, and as I say it, they're going there to Tegan Knox. Okay, so I didn't give a ton of NXT last week. Last week, boy, was was uh, I didn't think AEW. I think that was AEW's worst uh, worst offering. Yeah, and it, it's weird, like because they had you know <laughs> you get uh, Park and Moxley against uh, Page. And Omega, you know, like, and and there's good action. It's just, I'm also excited for there to be a new wrestling company on on the block. They're not doing such a different thing from what I like about NXT that I'm drawing differences between them and talking about this is why this works and this is why the other thing doesn't. Like NXT clearly has a better women's division. Like, like, it's not even close, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, do NXT, is NXT's main event better than AEW's main event? No, but a year or eight months ago when NXT had uh, Ricochet, Black, Dream, uh, Cole, uh, Champa, like all up there in the mix, I would have said probably yes, because I've seen them all work with each other. Um, so, so I think NXT can still get there. Tag team-wise, I, I have to go with AEW, um, but not like by some crazy amount, because they're still getting established with that. Um, I tell, tell you what my favorite thing probably was in wrestling last week, uh, Scorpio Sky, just like that... I thought week one, he came out and he carried himself really well, talking about why he wasn't in the tournament, hyping up his brothers. Um, You know, Daniel's being hurt, Scorpio Sky having to fight in the slacks, not being ready, throwing the shoes. And just, like, I I really think, Travis, you know, it's it's October 23rd, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Tony Khan told Rich, give us till the end of the year, you'll see. And I'm like, okay, I would just move Scorpio Sky. As a legit singles act, I think, like, from what I've seen from him so far, I think he's he talks that well, he moves that well. His build is a bit different than everybody in the main event. Because, mm-hmm. you know, for as good as those guys are, um, outside of Pac, Scorpio Sky might have, and then Trip Beretta's up there too. But those two guys might have the best physiques in the company. And I think that still counts for something. Ooh. You know, um, I mean, Cody's in really good shape, too. But, sure. yeah, if you just, like, you know, I, I want you to sign guys, but, hell, SCU's three guys, a three-man group can work with one guy as a single uh, Yeah, I was about to say, that doesn't even make it. That doesn't even make, make and I, I never meant to move him from there. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, he could yeah. definitely be the one. And, and they could – and that could also put the tag team division over. You know, where they're emphatically like, no, 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 we want the tag team. Yeah, yeah, we could be, or Kazarian could go singles. Well, we have in our careers, certainly, but we want some damn tag belts more than yeah. 
we want singles gold. And if and if uh, there's three of us and we can do, you know, like, hell yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So that's a, I hadn't thought about that, but I I I'd go for it. I'd like to see a little more out of him personality wise. I don't think he's. Uh, and I, I, mean, and I yeah, think it's because he's tied to that SDU gimmick, which I am not a fan of. Like, I like, I, I think it's very put on. It's like, like I've seen Christopher Daniels as as so many things, but not like slick talking, smooth talking, busting on your city catchphrase guy. Like, oh, I mean, like, he, I, he's doing it, he's fine at it, but like, that ain't how I see him. Uh, Kazarian, I guess I can see him doing that. I just think the whole thing is like, uh, it's just kind of put on, and it's, you know, I'm just, it's just not my thing. Uh, I it. So I'd like to see more at Scorpion, but I certainly would like. I hope that they say they have your idea or they have your mindset that he's a, a guy that they're looking at, and hey, a year from now could be, could be a, could be a main, a main dude. Or certainly in the in the mix, because at the rate that they're giving away title matches, <laughs> I mean, we had Jericho defended his title twice, right? In th- in the yep. three shows, the first and the last. So, you know, you figure he's going to get a dance title match eventually. <laughs> yep. All right, <clears throat> let's uh, let's talk to some folks. 347-202-0103 is how you get on hold. Let's, um, oh, and, and, and remember to press one to let us know you have to put your hand up. Let us know you want to get on air. Let's start with uh, somebody, I, I think this is, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's New York, 347. But I don't think it's Mike. Maybe it's Mike in Brooklyn. Uh, hmm. Uh, New York, who's this? Is that you, Mike? Yes, sir. What's going oh, on, okay. I, I don't know. What you, is this a different number or something you're calling from, or am I just tripping? No, no, no. You you, you, you might have had a little too much of that crush. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah no. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, welcome back to the show, What's going Mike. on, my brothers? How y'all feeling? Yeah, doing okay. Doing well, doing well. Uh, yeah, it's been a crazy, hectic week, two funerals in a week. I didn't oh, have to go to remember. Yeah, remember the post I put on Facebook about being careful in gambling spots. Uh, yeah, two of my my dudes got clipped. So oh, let's man. lighten the mood and go into this. Yeah. Um, I see yeah. your um your tweets and your in your Facebook about the Marco stunt thing. Um, trash. Mm-hmm. I was um at first I was of the same opinion. Like, why didn't anybody break this kid's back? Like, uh. Zeta did to that job back in the day. <laughs> he only belonged in the fucking, you know what I mean? But then I thought about it, like, he pretty much got his ass with the whole uh, match, the whole way through. And I don't think that he's going to be, you know, quote-unquote, some big type of star or anything in the company. I think he'll be, you know, a sentimental, you know, he's, he's this generation's, uh, what's this, what's this don't call him. Do not say Spike Dudley. Do not say Spike. He is not Spike Dudley. Spike Dudley. No, not Spike. On the other kid from ECW. Oh, Mikey Whipwreck. Uh, Mikey. Mikey. Yeah, Whipwreck. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
You throw Spike Dudley around. That's where I thought you go. Did Mikey Whitbreak like not have an offensive move for like a year and a half? Yes, for about two yes. years. He didn't win the first offensive move. The first ECW show I saw after you know, I mean, fourteen and fifteen years old. It wasn't like I commandeered you know, TV and stuff. But so after a year being told about. First one I saw, October 95, kind of like in my parents' room, kind of just, you know, and and Mikey Whipwreck wins the fucking ECW championship. Right. <laughs> from the Sandman, uh, the, the, the one thing I remember from that show is he hit Sandman square in the face with a ladder and blood went flying everywhere. And I had to stop and think, how did they do that? <laughs> and, 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 you know, it took me. I was like, I, I think he just hit him in the face with the ladder. And yeah, that was my introduction to ECW. But no, I would yeah, give him, I, I would compare him to Spike Dudley first because of the size. Mikey Whipwreck was hapless and didn't have moves and and didn't know how to. He just was a, a body. He was two hundred some pounds. He was just a body right. to throw around and beat up. Uh, right. Uh, Yeah, 
And, and you know, Mike, since you're on the line, Mike, so I just want to make sure I say it while you're still here. Is New Japan America a fucking flex or what? Like, are they serious? <laughs> they just gonna drop an American promotion? Like, okay, all right. That's it's like, it's like mean, oh, y'all gonna do NXT Japan? <laughs> hold my beer. Yeah. You say, hold my all right, beer? Right. <laughs> hold my beer. Hold my sake. Oh, man. So, all right, so so what's their what's I'm saying what's their thoughts? Are they do they think they're gonna be number two in the US? We already have a number two now. I mean, clear cut. Like I mean already you always gotta feel two. like some bitches, man. Like <laughs> got to. Oh Yeah. I know they feel like shit. And then yesterday with um impact, you know, starting on access, like I know ROH feel like shit right now. Yeah, man. They even got NWA Power blowing ROH away. I, I watch. Hey, I watch episode one of Power. Like it's, uh, it's really white, but it's not a bad yeah, show. Yeah, no color. Yeah, it's really no white. Color. But except for, except I, for I that enjoy, like except for that one kid, um, Cam. Not to cut you off, that one kid. Yeah, oh, he's got uh, something. In the tag match, the first episode, or is he later than that? Um, I think that's the kid that fought uh, Trevor Murdoch. What's his name? Ricky okay. Starks. Ricky Stark. He's got okay, something okay. there. That dude. Yeah, but it was. Um, I like the presentation. I I wonder if like it's sustainable financially. Um, but I I enjoyed it. Like that's it is a it's definitely a throwback to to a time before I was watching wrestling. But with the quality right. of cameras and stuff now, with the way you can put together a video package, like I I see the appeal. Almost to the point, Mike, right. where I would watch that show even if I just saw the 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 finish of matches. Like, what's interesting to me about that show is not necessarily the wrestling, and I mean that as a compliment. Like, the presentation uh, is what kind of draws me into that. Well, Ken, right, they take eight episodes. So they got seven more in the can, you know. Or, right. or not seven more, uh, uh, uh Four or five more in the can, five or seven, what are they, on week three? So, uh, as far as, like, can is it sustain, is sustainable? Like, well, you do two months worth of damn tapings every time. Why yeah. not? You're paying guys once. And and if they're wrestling twice, right. you're probably paying them maybe one and a half times. I don't I don't know how that would work. Um, right. But even if you're paying them twice, because they're wrestling twice or three times or whatever on that eight-week taping run, you don't have to pay them to get there twice. You don't have to pay their hotel shit two and three times. So that's something. And that was the old, that was the NXT, or that was the TNA model for, and pretty much their whole Spike TV non-live run. You know, right. so 05 to 08 or whenever that was, that's how they did it. That's how they flew people into Orlando. They did that hour show. What they call it? Non uh, uh, adrenaline, one hour adrenaline, adrenaline rush. And they would do four. To, you know, NXT does a similar thing, but NWA is like, no, nah, we're not gonna eight of these bitches out at a time. <laughs> right, right, absolutely. And also, um, you know, with the NWA thing, like you said, Cam, it's the presentation, the interviews. I like the little. You know the little self commercials with um Austin Idol and and the other guy. I, I'm really not familiar with him, but you know I know who Austin Idol is, of course. But, yeah, those um, were funny. Going to Austin yeah, Idol wrestling school. Right. 
and then back Tim Storm. I, I've heard of, like Bruce and them talk about Tim Storm for a long time. I never saw what the guy looked like. Boy, does he need to stop doing those steroids because they are going to kill him. Tim Storm. Tim Storm. He reminds me of Firebreaker Chip from from uh, WC. He reminds me of 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 goddamn Brandy the Ram, except Brandy yeah. the Ram at fifty five could move. You know, I don't. Can Tim Storm do something off the top rope? Not that he should, but I don't think he's. His I don't body care, man. I'm not doing no Ram jams, yo. Right. Like, I mean, really, you did good. And, You're not supposed and, to be 65 yeah. and the strongest person at the school you teach at. That's what I'm saying. Right. That's his old man. You got a problem there. You got a problem with that. But yeah, I mean, I'm going to order full gear. You know, it looks like it's shaping up to be a good pay per view. You know what I'm saying? I, wanna, I, I, I mean, I'm not ordering for the main marquee matches, which, you know, I want to see personally the Bucks versus LAX. Like they yeah. gonna tear the fucking house down. That's gonna be that's gonna be good. And the payoff to me for the Cody thing, it, it like if people, you know, what I mean, we we are you know the quote unquote smarts. If you're not, if you didn't look at that interview last week and looked at everything and how um, MJF was talking, like you know he's gonna screw him out of the title. You know he's gonna cost him the you know what I mean to lose. MJF. Inadvertently or on purpose? I believe on purpose. I think even on purpose. They don't don't try to draw it out for even more. Like, like, you know, he apologizes, Cody forgives him, and then we go from there, and it's always kind of bubbling underneath. You just flat out, he turns on him in a month, and that's it. And and then we go from there. I mean, well, to the TV viewers, only a few weeks, but I mean, for us, that's in the know. You know, they've been dragging this shit out what six, seven months now. I mean, I think it's about time for a payoff. And personally, I would like to see, you know, at some point, um, AEW bring in NJF's partner from MLW. Yeah, it's was, holiday. They, they called the truck, was, on was, the, the truck on Express. He was on and he's a big guy. Yeah, I was playing uh, Red Dead earlier online with my homies, and that was the first thing they said about MJF. He's like, he, he needs to bring his MLW crew over. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, what's the kid? Uh, Thor, uh, Richard Holiday, and the, and the Thor-looking cat. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Hammergar, Hammerstone? Hammerstone, Alexander Hammerstone. Yeah. I think they should bring that, you know, cool in. Also, I would like to see Contra at some point in um in AEW because I believe only place other than that they will fit is probably NXT because I mean like those are my favorite two shows Trav like right now Smackdown yeah. is on the fucking shelf for me that is an older man's show it, 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 it is a repeat of everything what you mean so I mean it's, <laughs> I'm talking about as far as it's stale it's Everything yeah. we saw for the last several years that we've complained about on one show now. You understand what I'm saying? And it's like, to me, I hope they take care of, better care of the street properties and make them more serious because at this juncture, I'm, I agree with Rich. Like, Ooh, I'm, just totally turned, I'm totally turned off for the whole um, New Day thing. I don't know. Maybe, you know, 
you don't like to see nobody getting hurt, but boy, oh. getting hurt, maybe that's a blessing in disguise. Like, yeah. it's just like how they did, they tarnished Kofi and well, like, we got an email about that, him. Mike. So, 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 um, so after we're done, I'll go to that. So listen up to what my man got to say. He thinks it's something, it's not just what we're all, with surface stuff with, you know, they're just brushing it off yeah. and Kofi smiling and stuff. So we'll, I, we'll get into that when we get to that email. So. I hope so, yeah. because they did him no favors. They, I mean, he was back to throwing pancakes and fucking smiling, just shucking and jiving all over the, uh, all over the place. One week yeah. later. You know what I'm saying? It, it was like, come on. Come on, dude. Like, for the same well, shit. You know, ladies get over their cancer stuff. Also. So and to that. me, with, with all due respect, you know, I respected what he's done in UFC and all that. But Velasquez is not working. He needs more training. They are they are hot shotting, hot shotting, hot shotting this shit. Like, he needs way more training. I looked at a 54-year-old King Chan. He signed that motherfucker to a seven-year deal. Oh, my God. I, I will resend that deal immediately. So he would send his ass down. A, Wait, what you If that's true, please, somebody Google that or something. Yeah. Jamie, look at that. him down to the performance center or something. It's not clicking right now. I think uh, Fury is more over than he is. At this juncture, I think more more yeah, people are into the cycling I think I wouldn't I wouldn't agree as much on the Velasquez stuff. I don't think he's, you know I don't or anything. I think he's I think over. That, I think there's a certain part of the audience aesthetically in AAA. Like he's trying to he's not trying to be Ken Shamrock where I want what I did as a real fighter to translate over into wrestling. Like he was training to be a luchador. And yeah, so WWE like, the ones that's like, he did to show, like those were some of the worst worked punches ever. They were yeah, bad. They you almost need to they they call an audible and say, be what you're be- do what you're obviously better, best at. He's not yeah. Let him let him fly around a little for Brock. It worked with the uh, you know granted AJ and those guys are smaller, but I'm rude. I think oh, it's really quick. Be, uh, yeah. Um, promo wise, that's the best thing I've ever seen Shelton Benjamin do the whole time he's been wrestling. Right. <laughs> and like promotion. it only took you know fifteen years, right. but. That no, was, I mean, it just made sense. Like, now, I'll say this. The, his, like, yo, he slaps him. This good enough for a U.S. title shot? Slaps him again. How about the Intercontinental title? Like, it, it was just, it made sense what he was doing. Like, yeah. I, I it, it makes, was just taking him back. Whoever wrote that promo. is, like, super smart. Even though he's country and muffle-mouthed, he got it across. Like, that was good. Right. Yeah, it makes all the stuff they did the last six six months or so with him seem even more ridiculous. Like we just should always have been serious of doing stuff. Y'all just were like, "Hey, do this stupid shit." Yeah. And we're explaining to 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 uh, tie. I guess they didn't have much reason to do it before. 
and I think they did with the team angle stuff when when Kurt feuded with feuded with Brock. They they alluded to Kurt training with more with Shelton because he knows Brock more, but yeah. that's not something stuck with people, <laughs> you know. Like, right. And I give Paul Heyman and I give Paul Heyman props for trying to set the table, you know, for you know establishing you know newer guys and younger you know younger acts and things of that nature and and you know starting to rev up on McIntyre. But I mean, my only one gripe with Raw, I thought it was a decent show. I didn't think it was you know blow away, but I think it's mm-hmm. you know building towards something. But my only gripe, and I want to see how you guys view the OC, because to me they just, you know, like the uh, they take the loss for AJ, like that's what they're doing. Right. So do you think at some point they're gonna put the uh, universal title back on uh, AJ? Because I just want them to get it off of fucking Seth. Like he needs, like he needs to go away. Like to me, it's like the bad energy that Roman had transferred over to him because he don't know how to keep his fucking mouth closed on social media and, you know, things of that nature. Like, he's so definitely... It, it, he's, he's, make, he's making he's himself very unlikely. He's throwing his hands, man. He got his hands right. behind his back a whole lot. Um, and they book him like shit. So don't forget about what people actually And, and that's the thing. It's twofold. Right. It's how they booked him, and then it's not even like... You know, a lot of people have been booked. Like, like Oni Lorcan isn't, you know on top of anybody's radar, but people love Oni Lorcan because of the enthusiasm with which he tweets. You know, he's talking about the, all the good things going on in his life all the time. Right. Yeah, that credibility. Only goes so far. Seth is failing on two fronts right now. Right. He's coming off as a douchebag. Like, he's coming yeah. off as a total guy you would want to see in the street and punch him in the face and see if he really fucking talking, you know what I mean? See if he really got Even though, money. and Mike, you know me, like, I like people who talk cash shit. I like people who's like, well, y'all all broke. I find that hilarious. But right. it doesn't funny, help but... when, like, like to be a different person, you have to be in a different space to be doing that. Like, he's not performing well enough. And like Travis said, they're not booking him well enough to where he can get that shit off. Like, Adam Cole would be better off doing that. But Adam Cole's, like, a nice guy. All right. <laughs> Yeah. But it would fit more because even though that. he's not at the top of WWE, he's very much at the top of 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 his division of his show, and is carrying himself right. and equating himself, and is booked to be that. But yes, yeah, Seth is, Seth is not you. coming across great on TV or like you said on social media. He could use yeah, a, a good I two fall. three months off. Right, just leave it alone. I I fought um. That finished at Hell in a Cell. Like I, to me, that was that was the shot in the in the, in the abdomen, you know, as far as him. Like Wyatt was supposed to win that title. Like no, un, you know what I mean. If you're gonna book him, you're gonna push a monster. You know what I'm saying, a supernatural freak or whatever. Like he should have gotten that title that night. Now I'm afraid that they're gonna job him at this clown fool shit. Next week, which I damn sure won't be watching live. I'll catch it may, maybe the replay because I'll be at work. But I'm I'm afraid he, you know, he's gonna take that out. He's gonna be looking up at that at some light. And um, lastly, because I know y'all got to get it in before you know the walls, you know, Wednesday night start. Um, what do you guys think? And I listen, and I end on this note. What do you guys think of CM Punk's comment? Um, 
he absolutely wants to come back to wrestling. Do you think is, you know, I spent about 1.5 fighting this fucking um, case against these guys, and now knowing that they dropped them from the, um, you know, the show that they were going to do, now that is Renee and um, Booker, like, do you see him coming, you know, leaning towards WWE? Do you see him, you know, leaning, you know, more towards AEW, or do you think it's like he's playing both sides against, you know, each other? Yeah, Not that's new to me. As far as thanks, Mike, for the for the call as always. So this is news to me that that Punk said he what what did, what did the language he said? <clears throat> Excuse me, definitely wants to come back. Um, wow, you know, like okay, that's uh, we've come a long way. <laughs> um, it sucks. I don't know for sure. I don't. I can't quote what was said. But people said he burned bridges with the AEW. So I guess that's not a as if if Punk wanted as if if Punk was like, yo, I'm fr- I'm a free agent and let's start negotiating and I'll show up on your TV. They would go, No thanks, we don't need you. I I, I can't imagine that. So I have to imagine that <clears throat> AEW is still a part of the mix. Um, so I don't think you can it's just lean does he just lean in WWE. I mean, hopefully WWE didn't do that as like a you know, a spike move, but I wouldn't be surprised. So string them along, string them along, string them along. Burn it to bridge with AEW. Now we go, oh sorry, we got this we got Booker for that. Again, I'm finding out a lot of this information right now. So uh Cam, any thoughts? No, I mean, you know, he he's been seem seemed to go back and forth. And I think he's the type of person who, um, and this isn't a knock on him, so I want I want to make sure of that. But he's he's supremely confident, and so he always thinks there's going to be an opportunity there. Um, and I think if you're away from any for anything for long enough, and then a thing falls through, it makes you a bit more anxious to get back into something. I think he always thought, for him, um, there was always an open door, you know, to kind of do what he wanted to do as long as he kind of played ball. And then I think once a bridge was burned, he's like, oh, maybe I need to reassess this a little bit. Yeah, but I question that burn bridge. I don't remember what the incident or conversation, whatever happened, maybe at Starcast in Chicago. I, I don't know. But I, I I doubt that whatever, if you want to use the word burn, it, that that couldn't be quickly and easily rebuilt with, you know. Mm. Yeah. I, I just could not see AEW saying no thanks, Punk. Uh, granted, it's not three years ago, you know. When, when, but still, you know, I think people, there still would be a fervor to see CM Punk. How does he look? How does he wrestle? What's he got to say? <clears throat> Who's he going to feud with? That would only help AEW. Um. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, that's my thoughts on that. So let me uh, get into said email from that I, that I mentioned earlier. This is uh, from Rashad. It says, what up, fellas? Three questions this week. So first, going back to SmackDown, people have made comments about how WWE hasn't addressed Kofi's feelings about losing the title. But I noticed during the backstage segment with heavy machine, the backstage segment with heavy machinery, uh, he showed his frustration by crushing the pancakes in his hand when Tucker brought up the loss. 
It's something I don't think I noticed. I believe it's going to be a slow build to something, but maybe I'm wrong. Your thoughts? Did you see the pancake crushing, you know, smushing him in his hand as he? No, I, I saw her Bruce and Wade talking about it. Like that could be like mm-hmm. a subtle thing. And they were wondering, they were like, I wonder if that's story or if that's a nod to everybody like us who mm-hmm. are let down by what we're seeing. That's going. How, how, can I, how can I let them know without, you know, getting in trouble? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hope it's the former. And not just Kofi saying, hey, I got to let my fans know something. I hope it's the company thought this is something that they've all thought about and decided to, to, to go with. But I I'm, I hope it's the former, but I, it's probably the latter just because of history and WWE isn't exactly subtle. Uh, they don't plant seeds very well. I mean, just think of, think of the damn who done it from this year. <laughs> you know what a mess that was. You trust yeah. them? I do not. Nope. All right. <clears throat> Second from Rashad. Um, I'm not watching the Saudi show next week, but I have to say Ric Flair's promo on Raw was damn good, and his interaction with the fans were spot on. Why not just put him? Why not just put him with? Put him with up-and-coming talent as a mouthpiece if they want to keep bringing him back. Well, Here's why. Sometimes I'm really funny and really clever when I'm drunk, and other times I'm sloppy and unbearable when I'm drunk. So I don't know if you know the exact amount of drinks you have to put in Ric Flair to get him to act like that, but you know, <laughs> one drink too much, that's going to go the other Rick way. Also, Ric Flair shouldn't be drinking. <laughs> like, that's probably something yeah. he shouldn't be doing. Um, yeah. No, I did not like. I did not. I did not think the promo stuff with Ric Flair was. I, good I thought, but I mean, I thought it was all. good, Travis. But but I hope that I'm enforcing my point like that. I, oh, I get, it was I good totally because I know what that was, and I yeah. know that you can't. I'm not even willing creative. to go that far. I think he's just an an, an old man who doesn't. I don't want to say doesn't have his faculties because he because he does. I just think he's an old man that can't do what he used to, but he can. It's that thing where where you think you're making the face that someone, or you know, where you're like, I feel like I'm doing it, and the people are looking at you like, that ain't it, fam. It's like whatever. It's like he's like, like, oh, he's doing doing exactly what you're doing, and he's like, yeah, I feel like a lane dancer. A who dancer? He was a lane dancing. <laughs> I don't know what that is. From, oh, you don't watch Seinfeld? Oh, he's lane dancing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, thumbs out and everything. Um, So yeah, he 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 was I think doing it felt like he'd cut a Ric Flair promo, classic Ric Flair promo, just to everybody else watching. It's just like, and that's that's the biggest thing, Travis. The reason that it resonated is because nobody else gets to do anything close to that. (laughs) Everyone else is so reeled in and defined down. It's one thing that makes the street profits even though they're a bit overexposed, um, you know, with them only being backstage, so that, that was their mm-hmm. role. But one thing that made them interesting was Montez Ford, like, has that fire in him and just talks like that to where you can't, like, define that down. Um, so somebody having – and then, sorry, one more thing to interrupt the email. 
Mm-hmm. Um, stop telling me. Okay. If every time uh, Patrick Mahomes threw the football, they told you how hard he throws. On every throw, you would get sick of it. Like, you just would because you want to enjoy other facets of the game. Stop so telling me that Ricochet is a superhero. Stop oh, it. Oh, yes. Stop yes. doing and it. And stop saying it. I want to prove we yes. have superheroes. Superheroes are real. Like, I want to show stop. everybody that superheroes are real. Shut the fuck it. up. We get it with the superhero stuff. Like we, we, we get what y'all call yeah. for. Like yeah. Rey Mysterio is an actual superhero. Right. Like he would come out once a year with a superhero gimmick on at WrestleMania, and we would understand it, and that would get him through the rest of the year without having to say he's a real life superhero. Yeah, like it. Is he had his own little catchphrase that they ran into the ground, but still, yeah. Oh my goodness, stop! Like, like burn it down wasn't even cool until he burned something down. He actually set <sighs> something on fire. Finally, like, <laughs> finally. Ah, uh, okay. Real, real quick, and to interrupt my interrupt your interruption of the email. Uh, I'm watching this uh, uh, Mandy Mandy Rose. Uh, um, you know, feature at, that they have on the, running on the network, and I would like to take. I, I'm not taking it all the way back because now I'm watching her like in a restaurant, like in a in a. She's like helping out in her family's deli and stuff. But I was like, she definitely. I was like, her parents have definitely would have definitely called me an eggplant and wouldn't let me date their daughter. I don't think they let me date their daughter, but I don't know if they call me an eggplant. I think they'd be a little more subtle with their uh, her with their Italian. Very like <laughs> hanging out with my family. I do this all the time. I really mm-hmm. like my parents and like my cousins and my sister. Yeah. We just hang out. Yeah. With them. Like it's, yeah. it's very wholesome. But no, yeah, they're they're just her mom is fine. Her mom is super fine. No, you're gonna be that that nice young man from from the other neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. And it's just not a good idea because of what people might say. Yeah. Not us, but yeah. people. <laughs> but I love you. Uh, we love your mother. Come over for sauce yeah, anytime. Come on, anytime you want. You're just <laughs> gonna sit on the couch with the lights on. Right, sit on the part with the plastic. Um, uh, okay, last thing from from Rashad. He says I plan on being in Austin, in the Austin area, sometime in the next couple of months for work. What's some good spots to hit up in my free time? Appreciate you guys. Tell me about the burger spot. Uh, yeah, Casino El Camino is, yeah. is always the move. Um, man, just 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 hit us up, man. Like, don't yeah. don't do that. Just hit us up. And I mean, we'll yeah, I'm 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 wondering if he's like being like, oh, I'm not going to ask these guys to hang out. Who am I? I'm just a lonely email guy. Or is he just like, just, I ain't just, out with yeah, y'all. Give don't, me some fucking chips, and uh, you know, I'm gonna be on my way. Don't do that. Just hit us up. <laughs> we'll 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 we'll, we'll link and build. I can't tell, you know. Rashad's a, 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 a such a sparse emailer, you know. I, I don't, I don't, you know. Personalities have I haven't, uh, you know, Just been able to d- discern. All okay. right. Next, next emails from Jabron and thanks for Rashad. Appreciate you. Uh, two questions for y'all. This is from Jabron in Vegas. He says, "Do y'all see or think more wrestlers asking for their release or being cut in the near future?" I ask this because it seems. Like, they have so many people under contract and can't possibly use them 
on either main sh- on either main show or in or NXT. I understand they can be used on house shows, but people aren't going to those to see unused talent. I mean, I think that they, I think they saw what happened when you asked for your release. <laughs> like, they're gonna put you on ice for a minute. They're gonna mm-hmm. give you something good when you come back. I don't know if people want to take that kind of time off the road. Like, one thing one thing that we never address. There's a lot of people who don't like going home. You know, like. There are people who would rather pay for their own hotel and their own food and be on the road 300, 300 days a year than be in the house looking at their wife. It just is, you know. So, um, like, when I look at Mike Bennett, like, his thing, he went back and forth a whole lot. Like, they signed the new deal, but he was wrestling one day a week. He worked so hard to, to rebuild, like, a new body um, and, and to beat addiction. Like, I think he wants to get the mileage out of that that he can. Um, so I think everybody's unique, but I don't see a lot of people asking for releases because I think that they think eventually it'll work out. Like, Finn Balor's in NXT now, um, where I think you're going to get the maximum usage of him because I think Triple H – um, has a better understanding. The idea of, of of using him in a sustained well, like like I, just, I think Triple H way. understands people better if for no other reason than Triple H is thirty years younger than the guy in charge. You know, um, like track record aside, uh-huh. he's he can relate more to a Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins than Vince McMahon ever can. I mean, just by yeah. proximity, sure. you know. Sure. So, um, do I see more people asking for their releases? I see more people thinking about it, but I also think that just like we watch AEW and we watch, you know, the New Japans and and all that, we watch the NWA, they're watching it too. And I think they know how – I think wrestlers are far more aware of themselves than a lot of people are, and they know where they fit into things. Um, Where is Sean Spears? AEW. Right. Well, no, but where is he, though? When's the last time you saw him? On AEW. Last week. But when's the last time you saw him? Not where, when? Two weeks ago, I, I said that. Oh, you said two weeks ago? I just mean, yeah, like, he you know, he's had the match with Cody, but he's, you know, already defined down because sure. he's who he is. You know, um, I mean, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So I don't know who. Well, there's nothing wrong with betting on yourself, but I'm like, who's in a bad position in WWE now who could be bigger elsewhere? Like Apollo Crews, I think fits that bill. To to build to 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 answer another part of this was um, you know, people use them all. That ain't stopping them from signing other people. And you know, and keeping people in the performance center or wherever they keep them, so other yeah. folks can't have them. I mean, that's that's yeah, you just, just get stashed what away. Yeah. And especially if you're one of those people stashed away, if it's your first go round, um, I think you're less inclined to ask for a release because you're you always think you got next. You're the next man up. Like, and again, to me, like an Apollo Cruz is the best version of that, and mm-hmm. I could see Triple H telling him, like, hey. I can use you back down here. Mm-hmm. Well, 
not up to either of those guys, I don't think. Well, I mean, sure, Triple sure. H can lobby for it and stuff. But yeah, exactly. That'd be great. If him and Finn went down there and they put finally put put damn uh, 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 Cruz and uh, uh, Tazawa together, is it, is it, are those the buddies? The him yeah, and Tazawa are best friends. Yeah, that's all I've been waiting for. Nice little right, face tag quick. team. Uh, continuing with Jabron's email, why do you why do y'all feel like Rusev is always getting a start and stop to his career in WWE? I ask because it's like they give him a push, like the Rusev day, then a few months later it's dead, or they move on to something else with him, or he's off TV for no apparent reason. I haven't heard or read. I haven't <laughs> heard or read about him having problems. Mm, you probably should listen and read more. Um, in the back or always injured, I feel like. If given the opportunity, he could be a good champion on Raw or SmackDown. What are your thoughts? P.S. Have y'all seen this limited edition Undertaker belt and casket that's selling on WWE Shop for $800? Only $500 are to be made. Uh, thanks, I'll be listening. No, I didn't see the Undertaker thing. I could, I imagine, I can imagine what, what it's uh, collectible it's like that. garbage. Is I it? am not, like, and I get people like it, and I get why people yeah. like it. I think yeah. it's dumb. Like, the Smoking Skull belt looked like a title. The Brahma, uh, Brahma Bull belt looked like a title. Even mm-hmm. the Spinner belt, which was fairly silly, looked mm-hmm. like a title. Yeah. That shit is trash. It's just a belt with, like, Undertaker stuff on it. I'm sending it to you. I'll put it in the group chat now, Travis. Okay. That shit is trash. Um, as far as the first part, who in WWE... Whose first language is not English? It's fucking garbage. In a great position. They don't even what? It's trash. They've never put that on TV. How do you? How can you sell that for eight hundred dollars? That it has nothing to do with that whole trash. Um, but no, seriously, who's yeah. who in WWE? Whose first language is not English? Do we feel like got a great shot? I guess great would be subjective, but who got the best shot? Seamus? Seamus? But no, his first language is English. He has an accent. Oh, shit, right? (laughs) I was thinking the same thing about Finn. Like, there's an Irish language. He got a dumb language. But no, Becky doesn't speak a different language. How do you know? <laughs> but, well, I mean, not saying she doesn't speak a different language. English is right. her first language. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. um, she might know Mandarin for all I know. But no, nobody <laughs> like, who, whose English yeah. is not their yeah. first language got, got got a great shot. Like, it, it's just kind of what it is. Um, they can get up to a certain spot. They can be challengers. Bruno? Um, he had an accent. He was Italian his first yeah, language. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Jinder Mahal, hell. Jinder Mahal got the best well, shot. Again, he, but no, but again, national his ethnicity is, but nationally he's Canadian, so of course English is his first language. Unless oh French, yeah, but yeah, that's a great, that's a great point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, we, we're we're going we're talking. Um, seven seven zero. What you got? Can you make it snappy? What up? Hello? See? Yes, yes, you. What you got? Hurry up. Who is this, by the way? Oh, cool, cool. Chris from Atlanta. 
You. Where are you from? Chris from where? Atlanta. Atlanta. Hey, man, Chris Rock. Atlanta. Oh, what's that? Yep, yep, government yep. names, baby. My, my man, whole government out there. Yeah, go ahead. I know. Them motherfuckers looking for me, too. Um, <laughs> Cam, welcome back from prison. Uh, Thank you. Sure it's it good, good to be home. Out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the NWA thing y'all were talking about earlier, whether or not they're <clears> sustainable <throat> or not, they actually sold out their next pay-per-view here in December, and tickets for the next round of tapings are almost sold out, too, so... Oh, nice. People are loving it too. Oh, here. Yeah. Yeah. And if people are buying tickets to go to those tapings, they're not just like. I actually think it was a free taping. Like, no, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that means no, they're no, into no, it. I, and they're, yeah. I went to the first round and we paid for them. We got to do a little meet and greet and shit like that. So it was it was a lot of fun. Um, so like I said, they're they're selling tickets pretty well. Um, the Cody and MJF thing you were talking about earlier. I hope they don't do it so predictable to where MJF turns. I actually want Cody to turn. I think that would be way better if he just used the shit out of MJF to get the world title and then Cody turned on him. Because Cody was a really good heel when he was in the club. Like, yeah. all the shit that yeah. he stirred up with Kenny Omega and all that, like, that's what got me hooked on New Jersey. Well, where does that leave Jericho, though? I mean, he's been a pretty effective heel. Jericho's got that fucking... 50 years old, man. Fuck Jericho. Uh, <laughs> well, I, mean, I, I, I hear that, but he's still, they all, he's still positioned him. I mean, you got to deal with the, with the reality right now. He's the top guy. He's the champion. He's got that inner circle around him. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm not doing the Jericho thing. I'm not saying your, your Cody heel thing is bad, but I think full gear would be just way too soon to go for that. Maybe Cody's next run after, like, in four months, you know, when he gets cycled into another championship match, that's when you, you, you go harder with the uh, right with the MJF right. stuff. And, you yeah, maybe. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying I hope they don't go so predictable that everybody sees MJF about to turn, and that's what happens. I'd rather they did something completely different than – than what everybody knows is about to happen. I mean, we've been calling that shit for six months now. So yeah. Um, the other thing I want to talk about was Bound for Glory. I don't know if y'all <laughs> watched that or not, but so here's my thing. Partially, I think yeah. Tessa Blanchard, Tessa Blanchard needs to be in either WWE or AEW. I think Impact yeah, is too small for her. She should have been. She should be the star of AEW's women's division right now. Exactly. Should, and and Britt Baker should be like the the, the, the the somebody they're grooming to be, you know, she just only has not only been wrestling for a few years, but right. yeah. they're, they're their should be the women's division. She's had to wrestle men in their last two biggest pay per views because she is so far and away better than the women that yeah, they got on their roster. Hey, hey Chris, to piggyback, there's nothing else for her to do in TNA. Same thing with Jordan Grace. I, 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 I was disappointed when Jordan Grace when she had that re-sign. I was like, "Fuck! I want to I want to see her, and I'm not don't watch Impact, so I'm not going to see her there." Yeah, and I mean, so. not even like like objectively. I just feel like Tessa Blanchard has like it's scorched earth down now. Like she's done everything you can do, um, you know, at that level, and her being like super credible like against men um, when she's the only one that can do it. It's just like. What else is there for me here? Like it's like China when she went back to wrestling women after being IC champ, when it was clearly established that those things were not the same. 
And like, she just won that women's championship and walked through everybody, and then you never saw her again, and she's gone. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, Tessa Blanchard should be in AEW yeah. As, as, yeah, their top woman right now. Yep. Agreed. Thanks for the call, Chris. Uh, i got to keep it moving. Uh, Brian and Phoenix, uh, thanks for joining us. What you got real quick? Yeah, hey, Trav. Hey, um, Cam. I'm calling from Detroit, actually. Uh, safe trip to my mm-hmm. mom's house. I'll be here for the week. I'll send an email to the exclusive VIP portion of the East Coast cast. Cam, welcome back to the uh, Twitterverse. Hey, guys, I anything, and I'm just – you're welcome. Hey, the um, only reason why I called is because – I just found them maybe about a half an hour ago. And did you talk mm-hmm. anything about Latinos on Raw? Because I, you know, watched uh, like Alberto Correa's match and also Sin Cara coming back. A whole bunch of facing, um, So um, I appreciate them starting to at least look at Latinos. I'm going to see what they do with House Party as well. I know that they're uh, smaller guys, but I think they can move around really well. So that's the only thing I'll talk about now. I'll let somebody else get on, guys. Uh, unless you have anything for me, uh, have a real good night. I appreciate it. Thank you, Brian. Yeah, thanks, Brian. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, Carrero, you know, Humberto is a, a good ad. I, I think they they get too high it. on him as a white meat baby face, like like yeah. throughout the company. And so yeah, yeah good on him. I think, I think they should tweak his tweak his look a little, but but he's got potential and he wrestles really well. I mean, I really mm-hmm. like him on. Um, but yeah, I mean, there there's a maybe there's a, a concerted push onto. Uh, to, to get more uh, brown faces on a to, lot of wrestlers of color got like were were on Raw like we talk about those three Latino acts uh, you know Ricochet in a long form match Shelton Benjamin and Kane Velasquez and Rey Mysterio out there in a very mm-hmm. good segment together um, mm-hmm. you know as much as I hate it you know Bobby Lashley <coughs> in the the big secondary thing and then Street Profits getting hyped up all night to win their big debut match. Um, yeah. 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 Even though that was even clunky because it was supposed to be three on two, and even before the match started, they're going to announce that it's the OC with AJ Styles. <sighs> One more segment would have fixed that. Just to explain what's mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, Darrell down there in Georgia. Uh, real quick, what you got for us? What up? Not too much. How you guys doing, man? And I ain't gonna right. you back, Cam. You and your problematic, problematic ass. <laughs> we here, baby. We here. But um, yeah. Um, the only thing, only two things I would say. Um, I talk about um the Parker breaking his neck in a match. Oh. That went around this whole whole weekend, and then how that starts. Um. Like, should these companies really be looking at um, allowing people to wrap for most of the different companies? Especially when um, he means much to other companies. Then you go out and they be pulling all type of crazy moves like that AEW dark match that they had Kenny Omega and George Janela do, which is not for the people on television. It's not for a pay-per-view. You go out there killing yourself and shit like that could probably happen. I know that can happen in a regular match, but still, though, just, you know, you got to question that. And um, the other thing um, would be, um, I heard y'all talking about Seth, but I see everybody blame Seth for what goes on, but I don't blame Seth because if you think about it, he's a man who's just getting the number one spot. 
and he was getting it by defending the company like that. And I know y'all said Arnie Lorcan, y'all like how he tweets. But how would he tweet if he was up underneath Vince McMahon's song and, and told that he was the guy? He'll tweet totally different, too. I, I even so, made that point, Darrell. Uh, I was like, Vince did all this stuff to defend the company, and then they make him like a fool on TV. Like, very much so. Damn. Damn. And, and thanks, Darrell, for, for, for the content. We didn't even get to talk about uh, <laughs> the WWE 2K game, really, how just well, let's, garbage let's that a, thing. Yeah, let's give that a week to cook. That'll be a good yeah. story next week. All right, so that does it for us this week. Um, yeah, thanks, Cam, for your energy. Everybody calling in, emailing, tweeting. Um, we'll be back next week. So uh, until then, free folks, your ride is over. VIP, uh, click over. And uh, Rich and I will be by for another hour or so of content. NXT and Dynamite reaction. Um, so, yeah, until next time. I'm Travis. That was Cam. We Never be nothing